This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 187. Is Arborex still the worst? Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. Hey, it's just Matt here right off the top. Hi, it's me. It's me and it's just me and Hunter's not here at all. I just wanted to let you know that there is a game. We're going to do a really weird stream. Hunter's going to do a really weird stream with uh, Justin K, who is actually one of the writers for the company that makes the game Disco Elysium, uh, which is super cool. Uh, and Hunter and Justin are going to play Disco Elysium on the Space Cats Peace Turtles Twitch Friday, April 16th at 6 p.m and uh 6 p.m central daylight time and uh we think it would be really cool if you came and hung out with them so do that anyways here's the here's this weird episode that we recorded uh, for the galactic council uh enjoy it have fun bye i literally don't know what we do now this is a new this is a new thing for me hunter where i'm not looking at an outline right now it's my show now this is, <laughs> this is what happened. hunter's head That's... it's we're going yeah. cold turkey on this thing we decided to do this is a galactic council episode it's an extra episode in the feed bonus bonus episode. little bonus episode that we aren't prepping because we're doing so much right now we wanted we didn't want to remove analysis and strategic thought from the feed right and galactic mm -mm. council episodes sometimes occupy that space of like here's a weird thing here's a weird other thing we could do right and so we wanted to change up the formula where it's a weird other thing we can do that also requires hunter and i no prep at all and we're right. just going to record and so it's this one's your buzzfeed article of his Arborek, mm -hmm. still the worst faction, which there's a lot of assumptions there. Built into it, like where they were the, the worst faction. We actually, well, we have to, so first we need to catch you up on what we have said in the past. Yeah. Because at the end of our revised guides for the base game, we did conclude that Arborek was, in fact, the worst right. faction. Although, even then... It was definitely debatable. That's sure. just what we it's thought. It's debatable. You know? Everything's debatable. All Everything's things in TTI are debatable. But let's set up the argument then for why Arborek was the base, the, the worst faction. And then we can decide if they are still. Because to know what they had originally, then then we can get into it. And you can listen to the Arborek guide, the old Arborek guide from sure. late last year if you wanted to. And you would kind of hear our arguments. But the main argument goes like this. They have a terrible home system. It's a three, it's a single planet, which isn't so bad, but it's a three, two, which means in base game and in, in POK technically, but POK, lots of money pops up. You couldn't afford tech round one. Yeah. And you also uh, couldn't afford more than just another carrier. Um, and their starting units is one carrier for infantry. So you usually wanted to spend your home system on that carrier off of warfare to be able to move it out. And they really, really want to get Sarween tools right away, which was like yeah. more than you could really ask for. Um, so it was very easy if you were a very aggressive player. You could go stomp Arborek early, and there would be very little they could do about it. And or you had to stall them. Or stall them out of Warfare and just hurt their ability to get that carrier out. Um, and more important than that, you want to stop Arborek, because if you don't stop Arborek and you let them run away with like all the things they want to get, then they become a very difficult to stop in the late game type of faction. And this is where people, yeah. I think, do the most arguing that they're not that bad, because if they can snowball properly then they're pretty good. They, they do just fine. Um, but I think our argument was 
they are so stoppable that that late game snowball, if if people are being really competitive, that snowball shouldn't happen. It's only happening in metas where people kind of allow everyone to just work out their problems and and that's good and that's a that's a fun way to play TI and I encourage your group to act like that and treat each mm-hmm. other with just like hey, we're not going to go crazy. But like in tournament play, Arborek was just like never winning. That was the that was the big call out hunter that you had. Right. And yeah, I think it's important to define what is worse to mean. It just means relative to all the other factions, yeah. it being the the least good as far as performing. Yeah. Does it mean that I don't think there is a bad faction of right. TI? Like I it, it don't exist in my opinion. I don't care what you have to say about Mentech. I don't have I don't care what you have to say about any of these factions. Yeah. I love them all. They're my family, okay? <laughs> um not Mahawk right now. We're in trouble, me and Mahawk. <laughs> but but everybody else, we're good. Okay. Yeah. And me and Mahawk will be fine. It's like when you when you fight with your family, you know, you're still family. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, Arborek was a, I think their only competition was really uh, Winu and maybe Mentak yeah. as far as worst. Uh, Mentak had a couple boons as far as uh, mirror computing, ever yeah. heard of it. Uh, and then Winu, which was, I would say, the closest competition for worst in base game, uh, occasionally would surprise us. And I, we had a lot of uh, a lot of games where Winu was able uh, to, to swing yeah. into the, the W uh, even high stakes games like tournament games where it was able to happen. Right. And we never saw that uh, for Arborek. It's also notable that Arborek had a useless promissory note yes. for much of the beginning of base game, although it did eventually get fixed with uh, Omega Stymie. The original Stymie uh, is like a promissory note for a faction that doesn't even make sense because yeah. it's like a, I give out Stymie and now I can't use one of my abilities as if that ability is this huge threat to the table that yeah. needs to be stopped. It's weird. Not, not just can't use your abilities, but like your ability in this case, the, the old Stymie kept you from producing out of, kept you from producing in yeah. or adjacent to the to anywhere with your units. So you, you could literally Stymie Arbor. I mean, you could just stop Arborek in their trap tracks right. so there was absolutely no reason to ever get out their flagship was also terrible uh that bioplasmosis mm-hmm. one of their faction texts is arguable arguable if it's good or not latani warrior 2 could be pretty good but it was just hard to know exactly what to do with arborek and the big argument of our winu or arborek worse we just talked about okay well arborek can snowball but when arborek snowballs what happens they have like a ton of infantry on the planets they wanted to control and maybe some decent fleets, but they have absolutely no economic benefits, which means there's nothing to put their fleets ahead of other people's fleets. Right. They just might it's, have more infantry. It's a slow ball yeah. is what I would call Arborek and base game. It was too slow is, uh, yeah. is the problem. So you could either um, kind of easily uh, slow them down even further in the early game by not being super nice with the strategy card picks in a situation where um, Arborek is maybe going to take Mechatol Rex, even uh, the multiplicity of, I get my uh, Latanis down, they make more Latanis, we keep doing it, et cetera, et cetera, is not actually fast enough to stop a player from uprooting the Arborek player uh, ahead of time before it becomes too difficult to do right. now if you want to tell me that in a game you played uh, arborek had like 32 uh whatever infantry on mechtal rex and nobody got x89 and nobody played uh and nobody got lucky with plague which is a good action card love it to <laughs> pieces uh then yeah they they probably did well in that game that was probably a good time for them the problem is we just didn't really see that in the yep. wild happening too much and i even rejected one of my own wins in order to uh say that in base game, 
Arborek had never won a game. Now, after that, there were a couple players that that told me and even showed me footage of themselves winning games, but I don't know if those people were actors or if they were <laughs> they were possibly being paid. It was possibly staged. I don't know. Yeah, we can't all the it. details. I don't I, have it, the forensics. It literally was never. Tools. We never had one proved, yeah. so I don't believe it ever actually happened. Right. right. Yeah, and, and to, to further cement that argument against Winu, Winu has a lot of the same problems. Bad early game, easy to stop. But when you let the Winu snowball happen, it has a very concrete points engine attached to yeah. it. And yeah, Arborex yeah, yeah. didn't. And that was the big... If, it, if the competition is who's worse, Ar- Arborex or Winu, Winu win because when Winu gets safety and when Winu let when people let Winu do their thing, Winu gets a bunch of points. Arborek, you get a bunch of ships and you still need to find a way to get points. Mm-hmm. On your own. Yeah. I, I honestly if I were to pinpoint it down to a single ability, just razor sharp, this is why, is that Winu doesn't have to pay for the custodian's token. Right. That's it. That's the end of my argument, actually. I, I don't actually even think that they're that different as far as speed. I think they're both really slow. It's just one of them doesn't have to pay yep. for the custodian token. So that so in the games where they get Mechatol Rex, they got Mechatol Rex without having to pay for it. Yeah. So that's a big difference as far actually, you know, it is a speed difference because you didn't have to spend six influence or six trade goods or whatever on round one or round two. You just got it. Yeah. So I think uh, I think that's really it for yeah. me. Like that's yeah. all I got right. is just like, eh, yeah, I think that's why. Yeah. And from a winning perspective, they they sucked at everything. They started with Majin, which is a bad tech, and then doing two and two colors was hard. You doing three unit upgrades could be a little bit tricky. They have no economic benefits if you're talking about them compared to Mentech. Mentech have mirror computing, and that's a major late game economic engine that can be yeah. many points. Sixteen influence is easy. Sixteen resources is easy. They have a tool to get them a lot of trade goods. So ten trade goods isn't that hard arborek has none of that all they have the option is to maybe be better at holding planets and maybe do okay at taking planets so mm-hmm. you have to have control objectives come out and not get stopped doing those so that's where arborek was that's why we said they were the worst faction yeah. now pok is released we're, we have, we're not doing an Arborek guide. We're not we're not going to even do like an in-depth breakdown of everything they have, although I'm sure we're going to talk about most of their abilities because we have to figure out what has changed for Arborek and whether that is enough to pull them out of the worst faction running, which means we also need some, some proponents. If they're not going to be the worst, who is? So I feel like that is the yeah, quest that point. Hunter and I are on. None of this is prepped. We're still we're just going in blind on all this. I'm, I'm, well, before before we start like reading components and kind of doing it like analysis style, yeah. like I'm just wondering like what is your before we even really start making the case, what's like your gut tell you um, right now? My gut tells me more more control objectives were added that are decently easier than base game control objectives mm-hmm. as we just covered in our first half of our objectives episode and victory points episode and uh so the fleets of arborek could maybe accomplish more things there's also more tools available to everyone to score economic gains there's exploration and things like that so if arborek wanted i I don't know that arborek should go out of their way to get explore stuff but maybe they should because you're activating your own stuff as Arbrek, although that's not necessarily true, is it? Usually Arbrek, your goal is to kind of like have the wave always moving forward. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 
I don't know if exploration is the right path or not, but in general, there are economic gains to be had, which is obviously good for getting the snowball momentum. And what I know is the agent is pretty good at jump-starting things. I think some people overstate how good it is. But I, I still think Arborek is pretty bad. Uh, and if I had the contenders, the things I think it has to compare against now would be Mentak and... I don't know if I have another. I don't. I don't know that I have another faction vying for worst. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty common to say Mentak right now. Yeah. I. I think that we're. I don't think we're going to know for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I will. My gut tells me right now. And I. I want to say between the two of us, I think. And and this might be wrong, Matt. But feel free to push back if this is wrong. I actually think I'm the one that roots for Arborek a little more yeah. than you do between the two of us. You would play better However, as them. I would not be my. I could never win as Arborek ever. Don't see how it would yeah. be possible for me. As I mean, a I never won either style. because I, I I threw my win in the garbage. Sure, whenever but I still you you are more likely to win as them in POK than I am. I don't I don't see how I could pull it off. Yeah, but so here's my here's a problem that I'm feeling is that. I feel like we, I, I feel confident in the way we evaluated them for base game yeah. as far as what the problems are. And I think the problems are economic. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like what POK has added, it's almost like the understanding was the problem is they can't produce enough units. Mm-hmm. I do not think that that really was the problem. I think the problem was money. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, the agent sort of, yeah, it helps a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's it. But they have no other money it. tools. Yeah. The money, the money tools are a little too dry still. Right. So yeah, our, our mech uh, has a production of two. That's pretty cool. So we can, we can produce more when in those games where we take Mechatol Rex, uh, we can more quickly get even more infantry yeah. um, onto Mechatol Rex provided that we, have we take it with a mech that we have a mech on it. Yeah. Um, and you know the deployability on the mech is cool using mitosis to get one out there that's that's interesting um it's it's nice that that is easy so in a way that might be a little bit of an implied economic advantage that we are getting our mechs there but notably it's one per round so it's still kind of slow there are two implied economic advantages to Mm arborek now the mech like you just said which is when you use mitosis replace an infantry with one mech right so you're not spending two dollars but you're losing half a dollar right but over the course of the game it's once per round mitosis is one thing so once around you gain one and a half dollars yeah that's not anything to write home about yeah and beyond that it doesn't do anything else it gives you planetary shield which is different for a mech but with notably not that much not that good with new majin with old majin these mechs would have been really cool uh but we we live in a new majin world where it doesn't matter their other economic benefit is latani osfa their agent as an action exhaust this card and choose a player's non-fighter ship that player may replace that ship with one from their reinforcements that costs up to two more than the replaced ships you can turn destroyers into carriers you can turn cruisers into dreadnoughts you can turn cruisers into carriers whatever you, you can do technically i've seen people say you can turn units into the same cost units if you want to I, I there's weird ways you can use this agent apparently but regardless to say your starting fleet of one carrier one cruiser and you had the problem of being stalled out of warfare well now you can just turn your cruiser into your second carrier and do all of the stuff you need to do and that also operates as a stall for you if like tech is kind of a problem but yeah so that that is 
in effect, it's an action, and it's an agent that can only be used once per turn, and that gives you the value of $2, right? I can upgrade a ship from one thing to something that was $2 more. So all we are left with, with Arbrek, is the ability to net three and a half dollars per round. Yeah. It's not the economic... The economic boons are, are not there. So, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are the worst, mm -hmm. really, because is there now... Um, is it now easier for Arborek to fix their economic problems? I think that's really the question yes. uh, to answer. Um, but as far as what they have, you know, on their sheet, I'm not seeing a lot of it. I almost wish uh, it's going to be tempting in episodes like this to do a little bit of, uh, uh, hey, it, it couldn't it have been this? I and but I'm getting a little bit tired of that. We have the game that we have in front of us, right, and I right. really want to. I really yeah. want to understand that, and I know it's going to take time time yeah. like because that's how it was with base game it took time before we really understood this game if there's anything uh that me and matt's attitude is about uh con content creation or just being who we are what we do is uh we take this stuff in dane doesn't even know right. what all this means yet you know what i mean like right. we're it's gonna take a long time before we really get this but that being said i think if the hero had in, if the hero is called a ultrasonic emitter, uh, it's at an action produce any number of units and any number of systems that contain one or more of your ground forces. Then purchase this card. If the hero had been something more like the agent, yeah, but like uh, action Convert in one system, you can units. replace yeah. every single unit with whatever. Like just take all your infantry and change them into a giant fleet. Right. That I think would have been cool because it would have been economic. But again, like I'm saying it feels like a lot of their boons are just like it is now easier for them to produce more units but they did not necessarily get a way to right. pay for those units yeah i find is, that hero yeah. incredibly underwhelming because is, i have kinda. to if if i had any pressure applied to me and i i lack resources or like i have to do anything else with my money in the final round the idea that i could just build anywhere when i'm arborek i already was building anywhere more or less the mm -hmm. big idea here is okay those systems aren't activated i get to build a bunch of new stuff that isn't activated and that that is useful but at the same time that's like there's a lot of heroes that do that and most of them aren't that impressive right the, the ability that like some like the the soul hero pull all your tokens off the board that's good but it's not always game changing and our and arborek was not a good faction that could have used something game changing look at the difference of this hero and winu's hero where when it was like yeah. they're a bad faction so we gave them a late game scoring Best mechanism that is ridiculous yeah. x shows the same way their their hero is ridiculous in right. how much it if you survive this is the story that is told with these bad factions if you can survive your bad early game we're going to reward you with a ridiculous late, late game. game yeah and arborek right. did not get a reward there's no reward here this is a thing i can more or less already do and i get i get a soul or I guess kind of nomad level. Nomad's yeah. thing is better than this. I want to be clear. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure it's better. But but it, you know, L1's hero is kind of in this same vein of no, like here's like a bunch L1's of unlocked hero. stuff. I I've disagreed with these heroes. Well, takes. But, but and the reason you're disagreeing is because with those two it's a movement thing too, right? It's not right. this is literally just new stuff that's unlocked. And and that yeah. it is the same as what Soul can do basically. Soul builds and then they could use their hero to unlock that stuff. Um, and this is going to serve right. that same purpose, only a little bit more defensive, maybe, because you're, you know, your first turn in round five, 
Arborek does this and gets a bunch of new units on the map. But what are you building on all these planets is the big question. Where are your infantry spread out? Are you doubling down all of your infantry? The Yin hero does that as well, right? The Yin is just like double up all my infantry. And you could just do mm-hmm. that. You are limited by your production capacity and your available resources in the final round. And there's no true gain here outside of the opportunities well, to no, strike. With, so with with the hero, you're not limited by production capacity anymore. You produce any number of units in any number of systems. Oh, that's that contain- true. Sorry, I was you thinking of it. You still have to pay yeah. for them. That's the problem. Right, you have um, to pay for them. You have to pay for them. So we need we need that money, honey. Yeah. And I think the closest that uh, design-wise we have come to addressing this problem really is still, I mean, besides the agent, which the agent is... Uh, I mean, it's good. It, it fixes a problem yeah. uh, for them uh, in the early game, which is nice. Um, it It is a shame that it kind of feels like it loses heat as we go, but is really just Omega Stymie. Is that's kind of the only like, right. and that hasn't really. It was hot there for a minute when it was new, but yeah. it's not as it's not super popular. I still think this is like if you are trying to make Arborek work. You probably want to try and sell this a lot, but yeah. then it's like, how much do you get to sell this? Not a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of want to. Oh finish. yeah, read it for us, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The sty- the new stymie is after another player moves ships into a system that contains one or more of your units. This is some other non-arboric player holding the note. If someone moves into your stuff, you may place one command token from that player's reinforcements in any non-home system. So you get to like signal jam them somewhere if they attack you it's interesting but first off it's not immediately defensive they're still doing the they're still hurting you where they were coming to hurt you right doesn't stop that Mm -hmm. it just slows down their potential so if they stall you out and then this is their last action stymie doesn't accomplish anything at all right and players are really good at stalling these days especially in pok there's a lot of ways to stall um and so it's it's very easy to get around the idea that Stymie might accomplish anything. Not only does it not not to mention like you have to have bought this from someone. You have to have bought this from Arborek, like knowing you're going to get attacked. I guess. Yeah. It's hard to know what price that becomes worth. So their only economic engine is a note that has one of those questionable dollar amounts on it that makes it very very difficult to sell just in terms of like not that it's good but it's like okay but is it six dollars good is it three dollars good is it like the second you're about to use should i only sell it the moment you can't sell it the moment it's getting used because it's defensive you can't sell it to the to the defending player because you can only sell it to the active player so you have to do it before it's relevant which makes it very tricky to set a price for it'd be cool if they could like I, again i don't want to <laughs> i know yeah <laughs> it's so hard to it's so hard to resist that but yeah just something different so, something something that helps their economic engine um just need to be sellable like we, i mean why i don't know why it's not and we're not trying to design the game for them but the point we're trying to get is i don't know why it's not to let someone else produce out of their infantry i mean i guess that's it's exactly thematic- what i was gonna say thematically it's hard to understand why suddenly some like normal person on on Jord is able to like spawn a clone of themselves. That doesn't make any sense. But like that, it that would be what people want. Well, it could be called like Latani mercenaries or right. something like that. There like, was a Latani like there on the planet that you, exactly. You you can right. justify anything in the theme. And the uh, the idea that it should be something that people really actually want is is why we we crave designing something new for it. 
yeah. Just, just that but I've also, covered everything, I want to talk yeah. about the commander really fast. Derzugo, sure, yeah, 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 let's talk about it. Um, after another player activates a system that contains one or more of your units that have production, which is your infantry, it's everywhere you are, uh, you may produce one unit in that system. So this is a little defensive boon. If you have, again, though, it's not for free. You have to have spend money on that unit. So, mm -hmm. like, the the thing that people like to think about, the, the the furthest you could go with this idea is, like, you attack, you activate my system, and I, I, I build a war sun there all of a sudden. And now what Ooh, are you, cool. you going to do? But I needed 12 resources. I needed to have the war sun. To, you know, I needed all these things, and that's the only thing I get to get. I can't do a fighter screen. My big stockpile of infantry there does me no good necessarily in this ability right i'm right. It's still just one you can only unit. produce one so it doesn't right. matter it's like what, gonna be yeah. probably a dreadnought right is is more often than anything most if, of the time if if i'm getting attacked and i need the defenses real quick it's probably going to be a dreadnought maybe like a destroyer i could see a destroyer if i if i research destroyer two or whatever so it's like a a buck but like, you can't use sarween here and you're it's it is certainly still limited and it's only when people do stuff to you whereas think about all the commanders we have where it's like i get to actively use my commander as often as i want there's gonna be arborette games where you defended your slice really well and you never use your commander once because no one decides to attack you yeah yeah i mean i was playing as a mahawked recently and i got the uh, arborette commander i mean it's a really hard to that's the other that, actually that brings up a good point uh, do people want to buy your alliance? No. No. What, cares. Why? But it's for even them, useless. It's, it's more useless for them. Yeah. They. It's only where their space docks are, basically. So, like, Argent Flight might buy your commander. Uh, and Titans could buy it Titans because they, they have it. more production. And units, that's about so. it. Everybody else is like, ah, I'm good. I don't. I don't care. Also, it's worth mentioning, the Arborette commander is can be tricky to unlock. Unlock have twelve ground forces on planets you control. Remember. The engine of getting ground forces out starts really slow. You have four yeah. infantry. You send them out. Your your first round is probably doubling up those infantry. And anything where you decide not to build an extra infantry, which is a valid strategy, or at least it was in base game of like, actually, I don't need the early infantry. I need to get a couple extra ships so that I can yeah. do more in the space. And then I'll start working on that infantry en engine where I like activate here and I turn two into four. And then the next round, my four become eight. Well, you start with four. So if round one, your four become eight, round two you probably can unlock your uh commander but i can see worlds where you do not get your commander out until something like round three or you know whatever if if, if you're trying to focus on other problems what yeah. this commander does is forces you to play arborec the way that we were actually starting to get away from in base game we were trying to shirk mm -hmm. the conventional wisdom of i don't want to just build a ton of infantry everywhere because that doesn't help me right actually accomplish anything all it does is help me with my defenses but i can't go get stuff i need ships to do anything and instead having a commander that says hey early game you have to focus on infantry only and right. then what do you get from all of that? Oh, then if someone does attack you because you've already, even though you've already focused on infantry and they have no reason to attack you, now you get to build one more unit if yeah. they do that. Yeah. Just to, just to talk about though, just to try and be, you know, positive about what we yes. have here too. I do like that the agent is an action. That is That's really, the, the agent uh, it really is the best thing that they got here. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's funny because a lot of times it's the first action. So like the first thing you do is like, I'm going to change my starting units. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to change that to something else. Um, but the fact that it's a stall is, is real, real good. I think really now where I kind of want to go with this 
discussion is like, how does this compare to besides Mentac, do we have anybody else to talk about as the possible worst right now? I so, mean, I would say Empyrean, but Empyrean is having a bit of a heyday. Yeah, so Empyrean's starting to I turn it around. I don't like Mahawked, but I'm not bold enough to say that yeah. Mahawked is the worst. There's, you know? I could make an argument that I personally wouldn't stand on very much, but I would. I, there is an argument for Ghosts of Creus in that. Oh, I don't Ghost, know. I, well, exactly. Ghosts of Creus yeah. don't have an especially amazing hero. Their agent and command, like they didn't get very good stuff. The agent and commander are not very good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. but ghosts started way ahead. Ghosts have a good home system, good economic engine, a good yeah. combat yeah. tech. They have all these yeah. other things. Four commodities, like they have all this too stuff many check marks working too on their marks. in their favor. Mobility out the wazoo, like they're doing a lot. And Latani or uh, uh, the Arborek just don't just don't have those same things. So. I, I do think there's something to be said about the demands of POK specifically and how now Ghost's bag of tricks, I don't know if it's as effective as it was in base game, the things that they do well. I think there's... I don't know. There's still some objectives, though, where you can say, like, Ghosts have a clear advantage yes. here. What what objective does Arborek have a... There's one. There's, like, produce on mass. Right. That's a that's an arborek. No space. That's that's exactly objective. that was designed for arborek. Is like I don't need space yeah. docks. I have nine infantry wherever I want to. Um, yeah, but that's it. That's one. St- no, so so produce on mass is the one where you have a production of, oh, of a lot. whatever. You're right. Yes, 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 yes. I'm thinking of the one where it's it infantry on a non. That one's not too hard either, though. Right, obviously, right. so two yeah. secrets. The problem is you really want to be good at publics, and I don't know what public yeah. objectives <laughs> arborek is great at. Structures is annoying. I don't want to build structures as Arborek. Yeah. That's a completely against my my goals in the game, generally speaking. I mean, there, there's... We were making arguments... Not we. The community was making arguments for a PDS Arborek towards the end of base game that I, I think had some ground to stand on. Um, I tried it like three times and yeah. I, it never it never worked for me. I always wanted it to, though. PDS 2 into Warsun Arborek would be yeah. legit. Let's, let's, you know, let's real quick, just as a fun little game, Hunter, let's walk through every yeah. single faction... And you give me a definite yes or no uh, on if if Arborek is worse than that faction, just based on like everything we could theoretically. I don't look even at. know if there's a point to this because yeah, I like right now. I, yeah, I th- I I am really better. Yin better. better. X Chuck better. Better. Winner. Winu better. Cabal better. Jolnar better. Titans better. Sardak. Yeah, definitely yeah, better. Exactly. Are you serious? <laughs> no, no, like Sardak rules. Nomad, Necro, Nazroka. Like th- this is where I get a bit annoyed when when we have these exercises of uh, when we say a thing like it's the worst, and people are like, no, they're really good, and it's like I get that they are good, but are they better? <laughs> How are you going to make ones. the argument to me that Arborek is better than Nalu Collective? You're not. You can't make that argument. Nalu well, got terrible stuff, but the zero token is still demonstrably better than everything Arborek has in their tool I, set. I, I want more data. I want yeah. more data on N- Nalu. Nalu would be the only other one I would put in, in there, but I, I think that zero token is still so ridiculous. Especially the zero, zero token. Yeah, the zero token is still ridiculous. But they but have a I really think, bad start that didn't get better and is hard to recover from. For sure. I think that... We need, we need to change how we play. Is what I think. We need to, we need to play differently, um, and and that it's time to shake up the. Old, we need to, you know, get the rust off yeah. the way 
some of us gotten really comfortable right. and there's an expansion out y'all it's a new game right there's a new uh there's a new rhythm to the game the game is faster we need to play differently yeah. um and i think that there are some factions that are like for example people still do not play winu is sar level of I need to be aggressive to you. Yeah. I need to make sure that you do not get I'm to do seeing, the thing that you can do. I'm seeing that start to tip in the correct direction, which is like I'm seeing more and more people be like, when you are weak early, so we should eliminate them. Let's completely yeah, them. let's not be nice at all. There's no the the the, the I've, I've been constantly calling out stads recently because he's the person I've been having the most online arguments with or whatever. And so this this isn't uh, me getting mad at stads, but the, the argument of like the nice meta the 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 value meta that i keep calling it and the where it's like let's all just trade war is bad that doesn't apply to winu it just doesn't you can't because well, if you do deals with winu where you both oh a yeah. rising tide floats all boats winu is you're stuck in the suez canal and the tide. winu is just like out <laughs> in the pacific ocean doing anything they want to do like give me a break it's not comparable if you give well, winu the tools they will skyrocket past you. So your whole goal yeah. should be absolutely crush them early. Well, it's Matt, your only sit down, chance. sit down. Stop, no! Stop. You're, you're... no! <laughs> He's standing up. He took his shirt off for some reason. Uh, we already know how to do this. We already do this with SAR. Exactly. All you got to do is take those same principles. You know how when you play against SAR, you're like, uh-oh, it's SAR. Yeah. Uh, uh-oh, it's Winu. That's it. You're done. You you can. Everybody can do it. Right. Uh, I'm having trouble doing it, too. I mean, I, I played most recent game I, or not the most recent game one of the, the recent game i played i was mahawked my neighbor was winu uh, i never had any discussions about what to do about winu uh i i didn't care i think because i when i play as mahawked now i just start grumpy and <laughs> get grumpier as the game goes on i haven't been a nice guy to play with which is i'm sorry i'm sorry if you've had to play with me recently i feel like i haven't been as like kind and jovial and fun as mahawked, i you don't get to be nice as mahawked your whole goal is hurt until you I don't know what the goal is no. with them anymore, yeah. man. I just is don't Mahat even know. Worse than Arborek? Well, I know, I know for a fact there are some Mahat stands yeah. out there. But there's Arborek, and stands. I know there's they stands will for revolt. every faction. That's why I get sick of this. This yeah, thing, someone stands for. Except lately, dude, what is it with you people? And just like everyone just decided, like Mentak, you could just like stab Mentak them in the back sucks. and just don't care that mirror <laughs> Mentak with a yellow skip. I don't. You can't say that that faction sucks. Give me a I'm break. A, I'm gonna see. Here's my problem: is that I root for Arborek and I root for Mentak, but I think I root for Mentak a little more. Yeah, but I do think there that it's to me the contest is just between the two of them for for worst right now. Yeah, and uh, I don't see why the math would have changed in in a significant way, even though Mentak didn't really get anything, anything to write home about yeah. either. Right. Um. Although, in fact, actually, I think Arborek did get a little more because mm -hmm. they have a good agent. Uh, yeah, Mentech doesn't really have a good agent. Their commander doesn't do crazy stuff, but that I'm not... I think people I think people are sleeping on the Mentak commander. Win a space what does combat? It do again? After you win a space combat, you may force your opponent to give you one promissory note from their hand. Yes, that's weak for a second. Mm. They give uh, I give you like one bunk one. If you decide to play an aggressive Mentak, if we get away from this, let's all be nice. Mentak's not a nice faction. All they have are aggressive tools and then a major economic boon. So maybe get aggressive with them. And then yeah. you get a bunch of promissory notes. I'm not saying it's amazing. I'm not trying to say like this commander is like top 10. I get that it's not great, but I don't think it's that bad. I think there's there's value in getting promissory notes from other people. 
Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think I I think with that commander, in order for it to work well, you have to target yeah. the same player, person, right? That's yeah. the weird you gotta part. Swallow about someone it. up, and, and yeah, because you got to because like we've. There's a really good uh, meme, and was it a meme in Meme Town, or was it, I don't know if someone was just saying this, but it was just the idea of like you play diplomatic pressure once, okay, fine, whatever. You play it on one player, you're yeah. like, all right, give me a promissory note, who cares? But if you have like all four, you know, <laughs> then all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, this is the greatest this play is, ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same principle with uh, really any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, I know some people really like Void Watch, the uh, the Empyrean uh, faction. Uh, tech, tech yeah. that makes it where when you activate the Empyrean, you have to give him a promissory note. I actually like that one a little bit better because it's passive. Yeah. I don't have to do anything. Right. I just have to be activated by you and then I get a little thingy. I don't right. know if it was worth researching, but if I drew the faction, re research both faction tech secret objective, I don't know if I, that I would be upset yeah. to have to, you know, get it. Right. Yeah. I, I, I just think if we're talking about, I guess we both believe in economy is the problem and mirror computing and salvage operations and the idea that Mentac can pillage. Um, and there's a lot more trade goods that technically can be gained these days, right? Yeah. Is, is that, that, that's gotta be yep. right that people aren't just spending trade goods constantly. I mean, there's, there are also more opportunities to spend trade goods. Don't get me wrong. So if Mentac's at the table, you, the, ta the table might be able to control not going above two trade goods at a it's time. It's hard, man. But it's, it's that's, that's always hard, hard and you're really crippling yourself trying to pull all of that off. Um, yeah. But it's it's any transaction or when they gain trade goods, uh, three or more, you may take one of their trade goods. I, I just feel like all of those things are enough benefits. Like, yes, that, that causes bad meta for the Mentac. But, I mean, the argument for me has always been, well, then as Mentac, you should be, you, you have the tool right in your kit. You can get PDS2 round one if you want to. And start plopping yeah. that like you can protect yourself. It's not that hard to protect yourself as Mentac. So you have an economic engine. You have some defensive. You have you're in range of defensive capabilities. Your mechs are pretty good defensively. They're going to stop other mechs, right? So right. you you have defensive tools. You have offensive tools. You have uh, economic tools. They're not all. None of them are the best in the business. But you have options across the board, right? For how to deal. You know with what we problems. never really figured out for Arborek is what unit upgrade yep. is the right one for them. And what it's even sillier path? now. What tech yeah. path is the right oh, tech totally, path totally. for Arborek? Yeah. I don't know. We never figured that out. And I know there's I know there's people screaming, screaming right now. They're listening to this in the shower. Yeah. They're screaming saying whatever tech yeah. it is. Or sons! And I've I've, I've, tr I've tried them all. I've had them all. Yeah. I've, I've, I've I mean, played I, a lot I, of Arborek. POK has definitely changed some things, and I'm I'm interested in checking out War Sons Arborek. I think is an I think is more of an again, argument for uh, it now than is, ever before. This is the problem, though. Mm -hmm. uh, economic. It's like it's how it's, you get you're telling bucks. me that what we should do is go for the most expensive unit in the game. That feels I get that. like the opposite. But I get to build that expensive up. unit on the front lines whenever. It's pretty. That's that's cool. But is the problem ever? that you can't get the war sun where you want i can't it. get the war right. sun to where it wants to be if you if you get war sun technology generally speaking you can get it where it needs to go yeah. it has a movement of two that's not that means it's faster than a yeah. movement of one with two bigger number than one that's true and that's true that is oh thank you matt giving me that two bigger than one <laughs> is it blue tech arborek these days blue I tech know. blue I tech solves all problems is. in pok right blue tech what does it solve for them though? Nothing. You just, it, it, you Blue still... Tech has always felt a little weird because it's like, like I, I 
So I disagree with the whole like, let's go for War Sons, most expensive unit in the game. I can yep. build on the front lines. Yep. However, Dreadnought that I can build on the front lines, shouldn't that mean that I don't really need blue tech to like make this happen? Right. I'm building a, a Dreadnought, Dreadnought at in your slice, bro. Right. Like, bro. bro. Um, <laughs> last time I played Arborek, I ate my neighbor. And I didn't even eat them. I, well, I, I rooted into their slice. Mm-hmm. And I still think that there is something more solid and repeatable yep. about that process than there is in uh, Mechatol Rex. Now, w- does eating your neighbor make you win the game? No. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. Why? I just know right. that I still think they are good at that. So in games, I kind of drift towards eating a neighbor because I know it's something I can do and I might win the game because of it. And the only game that I ever won as Arborek that does not count, yep. I ate my neighbor. So I don't know. That's yeah. like what I'm stuck on. Right. That's all I think well, they're okay. good at, really. Here, here's what I have for you, Hunter. Here's what I have. Yeah. Recently, uh, a user Tankor2021, shout out. Tankor2021 has been posting in our 100 episode 163 Arborex Strategy Guide episode. They've been posting in there since March 5th. Uh, every day not every day but they chime <laughs> in they've been playing a split session game or like a, a i don't know if it's Ooh, a split cool. session or if it's uh an online you know a, a play by forum kind of game but they've been updating us on their game and what i know is that they won this game they won their game as arborek yeah so wow. let's walk through it. Let's walk right right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, we're let's we're all going to join this journey together. Tank or 2021. POK Arborek are too much fun. After round two, my slice is secured. I have Sarween and I have Cruiser 2. I guess they got a green skip in there somewhere. Sounds good. Green skip, Cruiser 2. Sarween. That, that sounds like some tools that Arborek wants. You know? Okay, okay. I like it. 13 trade goods to my name. They've been doing some wheeling and dealing somehow. Love it. Don't know how. They probably took trade turn one i'm gonna assume we don't know uh but but 13 trade goods implies one of those rounds they got trade and made some money actually i'm gonna assume round two they got trade then they got an alliance with the titans so what does that do for them what's the titans alliance every time uh, you that every would, time you produce you get uh that's the one you want good. huh i don't know what yeah, you had yeah, to pay to one. get that but that that is quite so we're already in a dream boat scenario for arborek which i, I yeah. shouldn't i shouldn't hand wave that right Obviously, these things can happen. And Arborek, if Arborek is perceived as a bad faction, you can probably luck yourself into some better deals than you deserve, right? Yeah, that's fair. So I, I'm going to give them that. I'm gonna. I'm not going to just sit here and ha- like write off every single potential gain that happens. I do that too often on our Discord. <laughs> you said this is good? Well, no, I don't think so. Uh, okay, so they got <laughs> the alliance with Titans. I just have a SAR problem in Mechatol Rex and a Muat neighbor. So that should be fun. That's some big, that's, those are big neighbors. Sar and Muat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muat can just deal with Arborek. Don't know you know that. They have they can just bombard all your Arboreks away. So your Latanis. And Sar is yeah. gonna crush you Can't in the protect space. Them. They do what you do better in the space. Um so uh someone else, uh Sarber chimed in. I like the idea of Arborek with Cruiser 2. Snipe lonely planets with a mech. Yeah. I, I still push back against Cruiser 2 in general, especially in the mid game is where I feel like Cruiser 2s fall apart. Late game, you can snipe random things in a stall attempt, you know, in round five. Early game, you might be able to go nab stuff quick, but you're not going to win that many combats in the mid game with Cruiser 2. So, but anyways, with the mechs, it's awesome. I sniped Hope's End and locked it down with an immediate build. So a single cruiser and a, a, a Latani mech 
to then build two more units there, locked down Hope's End for them. I also had a shot at Mechatol Rex, but I lost out of it because of initiative. Um, and cruisers play well with the agent when you upgrade to dreads. Okay, so you invest in cruiser too early, Hunter. This is the map we're building now. You invest in cruiser mm -hmm. too early with the intent of slowly throughout the game turning all of those cruisers into a late-game dreadnought fleet. So we rush that's, cruiser two. That's smart. I like that. Rush cruiser yeah. two. Maybe we're going to go blue tech. I don't know. We'll see. I don't I don't think that's the I'm pretty sure that's not the route this player goes. But at the very least, like you were saying earlier, you don't even need dread two. Just get dreads, and I get to spawn them with the agent. So, okay, I'm, I'm liking that aspect. Early, early Cruiser 2, as fast as possible with Arborek. Uh, all this was happening while I'm building momentum with my main carrier fleet. Do you have a green skip? Yep, that was key. The green skip was a big deal. Let's see. Um, I actually downgraded a carrier to a Cruiser 2 to snipe the legendary. This is the thing people were talking about earlier. They got Cruiser 2, and now they're killing off their... They're using their uh, agent to not build a more expensive unit, but build a, least, a less, less expensive, expensive unit. <laughs> but funny. because they have Cruiser 2, they're killing off their useless carriers and getting more mobility. Okay, that's it's, it's a loss of value, but value's not everything. No, this is good. I love I all like this. I like this. Uh, the plan is to move them in place and then upgrade. I still have a couple of objectives that require movement, though, first. But honestly, one Cruiser and a mech is better than a carrier and infantry. Infantry 2, that is. Maybe yeah, I, that's fair. Uh, and now an update uh, 15 days later. <laughs> 15 days later, they say, I guess I'm playing Warsun Arborek now. When is the wow. best When is the best time to use my hero? I'm about to next round. Slice is establishing after some opportunistic planet grabbing, but I just tied for the lead, so I expect the table to turn against me soon. Or do I want uh, the end game for insurance? Let's see. Are you playing the game for the... Yeah, we're play we play a round per week. So that's what this is. This is a split session. They play one round a week. Um, they asked some questions. They looked around. Uh, let's see. Uh, the final recap was an Arborek win. Double War Sons to capture a home system to get the shard and complete a five-point final round. So okay, yes, so, plants are definitely better in POK. We, there's a there's, there's a big jump there where we we missed a lot of details. Yeah, we missed a lot of important yeah. stuff. So uh, it's a 14 point game. It's an important development. It's a 14 point uh -oh. game with an extra large six player map. Uh oh. Now I might be willing to throw this stuff in the garbage. In terms not of in advice. the garbage, not in the just garbage. like does it apply to our our Ten stupid point. narrow yeah. way of looking at the game? However. Uh, our view has to be narrow because otherwise I will explode yeah. <laughs> uh, from all of the possible ways to talk about the game at yeah. once. We'll die if you make us do it that way. But yes, we do talk about this, ga this, uh, this game in one specific way. Yeah. Um, so what do I think? I think it sounds like with a large map and a long game, they were definitely able to solve Most those economic problems. issues. Yeah. yeah. So that's something. Maybe... Uh, Maybe this is like a, maybe they're better in eight player, you know? Yeah. Eight maybe player, that, that's... 14 point or even 12 point is getting more and more popularized. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I, the takeaways from that, that I really like that I feel like we could apply though, is I love the idea of, uh, turning cruiser two into eventually dreadnoughts because the thing that I never understand about anytime someone tells uh, me to go cruiser two with any faction. Yep is what about when this is useless? <laughs> like, basically, these cruisers are Doing just nothing. not yeah. cutting it on any level. Yeah. I mean, that I'm obviously, I'm not talking about Titans. I'm talking about everybody else. Yeah. 
I'm, 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 I'll leave out Mentac. Mentac cruisers still, I think, can kind Rock. of hang in there. Yeah. Everybody else, though, Cruiser 2 is cool early, and by the late game, I don't know what to do. Now, this idea of using the agent to turn these Cruiser 2s into Dreadnoughts, okay. But I, that's something. I hadn't thought of that. What's the obvious but there, though? What's the obvious but there? I, I don't it's know. Tell me. once per round. Yeah, okay. We're not yeah, that's flipping all of our cruisers over in that's the late game. It's every single round you have to actively like choose one of your cruisers and turn it into and a we already dread have already. to use the agent first round for, for not carrier. that. Yeah. So uh, what is this, like two or three dreadnoughts? Yeah, that's not going to change everything. Right. Um, you know, here's the one point I will give to Warsun Arborek as I think about it a little more. Uh, if you... What's nice is that if you want to go War Sun Arborek, your hero means that you can always produce one yes. anywhere, right. and then it's not activated. Right. And so even though effect. it feels stupid to use the hero in that way to be, because it's like, I can produce anywhere, yeah. and infinitely, and I'm going to use it to make one War right. Sun. <laughs> and spend it. all my money on that one War Sun only. <laughs> right. But it's it's worth it if it's an un... The problem... With war suns, right, is often we don't get the war sun war sun tech until maybe round three. We don't have the budget until round four. We build the war sun, and now it's only doing something round five, right? It's only getting out of yeah. its system round five, and, right. and is it getting in range of anything useful? Probably not. A war sun arborek, though, you could probably you start with Majin. You're getting Sarween round one if you can pull it off. Not an easy accomplishment, but easier these days. You can find a trade Boo. good. Yeah. Any Sarween is over. Well, anyways, Sarween, <laughs> round, round two, with the right budget, you can get AI dev and get War Suns right away if you wanted to. I, I wouldn't recommend... Yeah. I like this Cruiser 2 idea more, so I might do like AI dev into Cruiser 2, and then round three, still do my War Suns. But now, if I have my hero unlocked by round three, or even more importantly, round four... I can pop my hero, get that war sun, and immediately use it. And then round five, I have it's already on the front lines, and now it's like double out where I need it to be. So the idea that a an Arborex war sun is one of the more potent usable war suns in the game absolutely makes sense to me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I still think I'm just gonna eat my neighbor. Like yeah. I think that's what I'm gonna. Well, have now to this do. is a tool to eat the neighbor even harder finish finish them yeah. off this is the closer right you've been dealing with yeah. them they have that one last standoff where it's like well, that's a lot of ships though they, they stockpiled everything else in the home system well guess what war sun on the front lines i'm gonna tear through your home system you don't have enough boom yeah guess what war sun that's a <laughs> that's my knock knock war sun who's there <laughs> <laughs> who's there who's that there? was a good no that was a good knock knock war joke. Sun, i like there? how you did it <laughs> war sun who's there <laughs> It's the it's the Nalu of uh, knock knock jokes. I knew the answer. Yeah, that's oh, Impression. that's wow, a multi layered yeah. Twilight Imperium did joke. Did yeah. we solve the? Did we answer the question? Is Arborex still the I worst? Think, uh, I think I think we uh, talked about the question a yeah. lot, and I think we gave good points as to why uh, the answer may be yes, but it also may be uh, no. I'll tell you this much: I'm in the mood to play Arborex, and I will not get to for a while, yeah. but. It's, we're getting closer all the time. We I think finish we have up to. These, uh... I think, Hunter, we have to change up. This is all right. We finished the episode. Now this is the this sure. is post game post post episode riffraff that's going to be we're in gonna, the episode. We're just going to yeah, like, we're just going to leave it in. Just all right, free sure. jazz here. Um, I think we have to leave ourselves room to play other factions when we're doing these faction guides. 
Yeah, but that just means I got to play a lot. (laughs) Yeah, or the the guides take even longer to come out. Got to play the work games. Got to play the fun games. Mm -hmm. That's even that's that that's hard. I I, literally the last game I played, I felt like I was letting my my friends down because I was it was just work to me, and I got really bad luck Mm -hmm. um, early on. And they even said it. They were like, "Hey, like you know, it would be good. You should play the game for fun." Like, and that's hard when. I feel this pressure mm-hmm. uh, to to get these episodes written, yep. uh, especially with the expansion, because I kind of just want to get. I'm actually more looking forward to playing old factions than I yep. am interested I'm in the sick expansion of the factions. New ones. Well, here's what yeah. here's what we said we were gonna do. Here's my gripe. what did we say? We I don't said, even remember before Prophecy of Games. We said we're not gonna put that much pressure on these early episodes because we know we're wrong. <laughs> we know we're wrong. And then we yeah. started playing them and we're like, well, I have to play 17 games as that fact. I mean, the only way I can <laughs> truly understand them is if I've played them a hundred times. So I have to do that. I mean, I just, I have yeah, to. I think it's for the guide. It's for the guide. We, yeah, that's we true. Have to, it's, do you remember when we would play a faction once and then write the guide for them? <clears throat> that's a thing that happened in the early we days. We used to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We used to do that. We used to like. It was the only way. Play- we couldn't play. Yeah. We, TTS wasn't picking up enough steam yet. You can just play anytime. You had to get a group together. This is back back in 1997. My Twilight Imperium was at a table. Mm-hmm. And you had to drive to your friend's table. Our win rates were crazy high in the first year of the show, though. We basically <laughs> that, it, we had this that's awful, we had so, so much confidence. Yeah, we had so much confidence in the strategies because they won every single time. Literally every game we played for like One the first year won. of the game. One of us won, yeah. basically. And then the rest of you learned how to play the game, Oops. and you ruined us. <laughs> you made me hate myself. I need you all to know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, oh. What else? Do we, anything else we want to put in this? Um, I feel good. What faction... All right, you just talk about wanting to play Arborek. What What non... We, we're talking about wanting to play old factions. What's the old faction you really just want to get a game in? Not, and not for a guide, not to study. What faction do you just want to play? You just want So the faction equivalent of Hunter lounging at the beach, <laughs> eating a chili if dog. If you say what? Sardak, I'm going to throw my Of course I'm going to say Sardak, dude. <laughs> I just want to, all I want to do is just is sit Sardak. on the beach and play the my bug boys every day i i thought that the the, the expansion was going to be like oh and then all your tastes changed no gonsecus <laughs> is the coolest thing in the game everything else in the game is stupid and i love you gom we just gom. learned we i just learned today that gomsecus gets through ceasefire and my brain yep. broke oh man that's nasty that's that's yep. going to be one of the best moments of the tournament let me educate you then <laughs> Uh, yeah. so I get to educate you. <laughs> I don't even I, I, I am the, the the player that we were talking about, I don't even want to say their name because yeah. I don't I'm 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 rooting for this player yeah. uh big time. Yep. Because how am I not gonna root for someone that taught me something I didn't know about Sardak? Yeah. Okay. That rules. I am excited to play Well, I'm ex- I want I I wanna just play a game as Jolnar in general, but um you know what I'm most excited Such to play right now? That because I was not I've always been like th- I've always thought that they're really good and I continue to think they're just ridiculously good even though like they don't perform crazy. And, but they've never necessarily been my style, but I think that changed in POK L1Z1X. 
Whoa. L1, Z1, X was really kind of like really particular in base game. Like, oh, the tech path, mm-hmm. you got to get like really specific with that tech path and blah, blah, blah. And now L1 gets this like free pass of like ignoring PDS and stuff. And you get to just go mm-hmm. hit as hard as possible. And those mechs, right. it's just like all of that stuff. And the idea that tech is like way open up. So inheritance systems feels like an absolute waste of your time. So why not try getting yep. other stuff? All of that makes me very interested to just like hang out with L1Z1X. Yeah, I would argue that they had more versatility in base game than people gave them credit for. And then, yes, it has increased. I think the L1 stands are some of the the most on point people out there. That's Mm -hmm. Ginger was an L1 stand, right? I know Ginger really likes Barony. No, Ginger was a a Barony stand. Jayhan likes L1. Anyway, yeah, that, that's true. Seeing seeing people theorycraft about L one and base game, that was like, oh, you y'all are onto something there. I I can yeah. I can get behind your theory crafting. It's some of the other theory crafting Christmas land stuff that I I have trouble with, but L one always made sense to me. Yeah, uh, uh, that's a cool answer. I, I've always I've always liked L one, and I think they got a lot of interesting uh, stuff. Yeah. I think they they got good stuff, and they didn't necessarily need. I didn't good realize stuff. the they hero was stuff. as good as it was. I yeah, the, the hero is easy good. to misread and think you can't take anything with the stuff. To me, that's I, I always mm-hmm. misread it and just think, well, you're just moving some dreads around. It's like you no. just can't take activated stuff. Yeah. That's all. But you, yeah, you you can go park a terrifying fleet adjacent to someone's home system if they weren't expecting you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, big big fan. Would love to would love to get an L one game in here soon. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, so my was answer was super predictable, and yours was like a fun surprise. Yeah, but... that's fun. Arborex the worst faction. Okay. I, I guess. <laughs> Hunter. I guess. Arborex the worst faction. No feedback required. Yep. Arborex yeah, I'm the not worst doing, faction. I don't think we're doing errata on this episode. Are we? These are just opinions. Like, These if, are you, just, if, if you just... If you disagree, I stand, that's fine. I stand it's by nothing in, in this episode is the reality. Yeah. This was all this unprepared and off the cuff. I stand by nothing. We'll do an Arborex. We'll do a real Arborex episode in the future. I wish more yeah. episodes were like this, honestly, though, where we just get to talk things out and see where that's they why land. I, that's why we're doing them this way. Yep. Uh, is it, it's a little snapshot of year one of the show. This basically. is what. Well, this is what I think the base game faction stuff should be like. We've done faction guides for these base games. We need to add in leaders and mechs to the equation on all these things. I don't feel like I don't want to do faction guides for mm-hmm. the other seventeen factions. I just want what I want to do is what we talked about, which is. I played, I played a game with Warsun Arbrek. Let's talk about the game and how Warsun Arbrek felt and what happened and what didn't work and what did work and use that as our analysis, but more in the moment analysis and less yeah. what I happened have to in that game. Yes, because yeah. I think people can learn more from that than like, let's make some hot takes and say what we think is definitely best and then people are going to disagree with us. It's like, listen, I, what I know is I can tell you how my game went and you can't disagree with that. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> this is all my secret way of saying you're not allowed to disagree <laughs> with me anymore. <laughs> That's all Matt's trying to do. He's just trying to build the show just leave me alone. so that disagreement is not possible <laughs> so that there can be no disagreement. And it's not because Matt wants to just tell you how it is no. and you just listen. It's because Matt does it. It's, uh, it's become a lot. It's just a lot. You know, <laughs> That's what I think people don't get is that we get... We get good. Here's here's the types of feedback we get. Good feedback. 
uh, that I that from people that care about us and care about the show. And every time I read it, I'm like, yes, even if it is hugely in disagreement with us. Right. And then there's this other type that is just, I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's just like, actually, I don't even want to make this point. I'm, I'm cutting this out. Oh, I don't, why? I don't know no, I, I don't, no, 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 I, I'm, I'm leaving I'm it in. It Hunter, I'm leaving it in because what you're referring, no. in my mind, what you're referring to is some of the stuff we get on YouTube. Where it's like, yes, I'm talking about YouTube on, comments. Man. <laughs> just I'm talking up. about the this, this stuff where people are giving us feedback on a thing in a vacuum as well. It's yeah. like what we did in this episode today is like we're this is not based on real life stuff yeah. this is we, us reading the components and talking about things that we've observed building a hypothesis that is not the same. building a hypothesis that has not been tested right yes. well, this is the beginning of our collegiate experience this is the beginning of our mm -hmm. dissertation we are only just getting started with our break we have we by no means are saying our break's the worst faction except for and my hypothesis is Right. That Arborek is the worst faction. And sometimes the, the if it's if it's all theory, if if everyone is talking theory, then none of it I would say is really better than the other. Yeah. Um and yeah, I think I, I think just having it be a marketplace of ideas. I just don't want people to hear this and think that I'm talking about them. If if you think I'm talking about you, it's no, it's not, it's you. not you. Yeah. It's not you. <laughs> if if yeah, that that's. I bet the people that I'm talking about don't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. They, I think that's part. Well, the of people it. that the people that we're talking to are the ones that read the Reddit comments and comment on the Reddit <laughs> comments about what they assume we talked about in the show. <laughs> right. But I also I also just want to say like it's not like I don't know it's not even I don't I don't I don't really get that um that bothered by stuff like that yeah. too often to be honest um. It, sometimes it gets under my skin. Uh, sometimes I just think it's funny. It's Actually, like I don't even have skin to get under. I just they're they're already inside. Matt my is soul. skinless. <laughs> sometimes it gets me though. I I yeah. I, I want to be honest. I, like it does it 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 does when I don't know. Like when if all the feedback you're getting is just like oh you played this wrong you did this wrong yeah. you messed that up. Then it just kind of gets on you when you're like, oh my God, this is my job. And every day I'm just like working Being on this I'm thing. Wrong. And then there's like this whole group of people that are just like, that's wrong. This is wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. This is wrong. Yeah. Um, it, it does, it, it can, it can feel like a lot. Right. Um, how long is, is this going to be like a long, are we just going to like break, have we a little just, breakdown here? Just, at the end? This is just an hour We're we just, oh, okay, this cool. Is like a, this is like a short space cats episode. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is short as heck. Um, God, we did. I can't believe we recorded so much today. Um, but yeah, uh, don't. I, I just don't want someone to hear this and be like, "Oh, I feel bad if I give feedback." No, 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 no. Feedback is part of feedback. it. And I, just and I, being, just, I like it. Everyone who's giving feedback on the Discord, you're almost all of you are nice. There's one, there's only <laughs> one. There's one of you, and I want you to think. It's just you. It's just you that I'm talking to. Just this is exactly person. the energy I don't want. <laughs> I know, exactly. You're doing exactly I'm what I don't. You. <laughs> like exactly. plant the seed for everyone to question themselves <laughs> then everyone's gonna be like i'm the person I want, but, no. but this is the, this is how i feel constantly i say a thing and i go oh god was that wrong are they gonna hate it are they gonna hate that i said it though i want matt, that's if we how could you do it, all have to feel about your erotic <laughs> matt if we could do it all over again yeah. i think the way it would work is that me and you would write the episodes together uh -huh. and then you would just not be on the show at all and i would just deliver it just <laughs> lecture style 
and you'd just be in the shadows. Uh-huh. You'd just be like the, the producer, and we'd never reveal who you are. Yeah. No one would even know you existed. And you would ban me from reading comments. <laughs> and you wouldn't I wouldn't be allowed on anything. the Discord. No one would know I exist because no one could ever refer to me, and I would not yeah. be allowed to see what they say. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would just be... I, I would just be the 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 skin boy that that's there <laughs> skin representing boy to both get of under. us. Yeah, and then everyone can just be like Hunter messed up this, Hunter messed up yeah. that, and it would just be it would just be all right, except for occasionally when it isn't, and then I would get mad yeah. and be mad. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do a brief rundown because I want to thank our weird bears, Farganus, TG Woods, Brian, Botbot, Kalu, and Squeamishy Moo, Sunalatu, Mate Nason, John, Arways, Absol, Ponchadori, Toria, Bro, Duel, our little piece of Nader, Raid, Patience, the Virtue, Gatskio, Dark Jutsu, Brave, Sir Robin, Uncle Batty, Frank G, Carnal, my son is also named Bort, Anvalier, Sam Lee, Alice, and Kraken. You can listen to the other episode in this uh, week for the Galactic Council and Homebrewer stuff, but I will tell you our Twitch schedule this weekend for the tournament games uh, 10 through 12 is Saturday, April. 10th 9 UTC on Flat Tomatoes Twitch, Saturday, April 10th, 18 UTC on Space Cats Peace Turtle Switch, and Sunday, April 11th, 14 UTC on Space Cats Peace Turtle Switch. You can rate our show on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. I'm, I'm losing the plot. Hi. You can find our website, spacecatspeacetrolls.com, for information about our Patreon, Twitter, Discord, and our merch. We have merch. We have merch. This was fun. Five stars. I've, yeah, this was fun. Uh, I. I we need to do more like this. We need to stop writing these episodes. <laughs> Why do we write That's what we need to do. Why do we write them? They don't need to be that. How many podcasts do you listen to that are like written right. that are like the, you know what I mean? Like I, I listen to a board game podcast and it's some people and they're hanging out and maybe they have a little outline for what they want to talk about, yeah. but it's a hangout. And right. with us, it's like, welcome to, welcome to class. Even though we're going to spend a lot of time telling you that we're dumb. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles, and thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum.